4: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykeward Mills. Dykeward Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches the first love church is a vibrant church with young energetic people full of first love for the lord now listen to dag hewitt
0: mills
1: I was saved on a Sunday. Yeah, Ooh, that's why I really. with the Lord. Sunday morning is the time I'm gonna work for Jesus. Oh, I'm getting stronger in the Lord. Yeah. Ooh, that's why I read Sunday morning, invitations and visitations, I think about others who never heard of Jesus, and I want to tell them about Jesus, yes yeah. oh. oh, that's why I really,
5: really yeah. yeah.
1: It is not love that they found Emotions, feelings, sex
5: it's time for testimonies, amen. How many of you are becoming wiser through the testimonies? Today we have fantastic testimonies and I believe that your life will never be the same even as you listen to these powerful testimonies. Please help me welcome Mavis Edu to give us her testimony. Welcome Mavis to give us her testimony.
3: My name is Mavis. I'm a dancing star. (laughs) Wow. I want to thank God so much for how far he has brought me. The fact that I'm standing here to give my testimony is just by his grace. My testimony is about my health. Um, Last year, getting to December, I was experiencing something terrible whenever I danced. Um, um, After the first dance, the second one to the... To the end of it, instead sort of experiencing fainting attacks, I, I feel like fainting at a point. Sometimes I feel like throwing up. So, as, as the, the dance is going on, I, I just start slow down, and then I start praying to God that, God, may I not fall? May I not fall down? <laughs> May I go through this dance successfully? May I go through this dance successfully? And I, So, after every incident, I just break for some time. I stay... Away from dancing. Then I, I thought it was my health. I wanted to eat well. Maybe I wasn't eating well, I was too stressed and all that. But <laughs> so we continued for some time and then I decided, I spoke to Mami um, LP Serena about it and she told me that you have to fight, you have to try and dance and all that. And I, I said, okay. I, I, could, I, I agreed with her, but I felt that I need to still eats. I mean I mean it's well it's my health I'm not eating well. I think that's anyway, so I, I mean I, I I still I I didn't really take it that serious. I didn't know that it was other maybe other things. So um I decided that okay I won't dance, I won't dance again. Even though I wanted to dance in my mind I was like I won't dance again. Maybe God doesn't want me to dance so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, I, I mean, I, I, stayed back. I mean, I would come, but not dance. But it was, I wasn't happy with it. I was not happy at all about everything. So I told, at a point, I was, I told God that, okay, please, I want to dance again. Please help me. I want to help. I want to dance again. So please help me. So when I, did, I did that, I think I prayed about it and all that, and that was when I danced at um, Denta. And I realized that I didn't feel faint and I didn't feel like falling. I didn't feel like doing anything, like, like doing all the things. So, um, but there was this, I mean, there was this little fear, you know, because I experienced that falling and all that. I, I feel that I will, it will come again. There was this little fear. So I, I after last week's service, And Bishop preached. I was so happy. I was very, very excited. I was very, very, I don't know. There was something. uh, There was a burden that was lifted off me. It was as if healing has come. I was excited. I was happy. And I felt strength. I felt happy to dance again. After the communion, it was after the communion that this thing happened to me. And I want to thank Daddy so much for his messages. I thank him for every time that he preaches. I feel loved that God is using him to bless me. Just to change my life to, to. and through his messages to about honoring our fathers I think that I've become very close with my dad whenever I go to him I feel that happiness As I see that he's excited he's happy too, for me being around and I want to thank him so much God bless you daddy Amen
5: oh, Why don't you put your hands together for such a powerful testimony, amen. We have another testimony. Let's welcome Samuel Edutei to give us his testimony. Please put your hands together. Let's welcome Samuel to give us his testimony.
6: Hello, um, my name is Samuel Edutei from Legon. Um, and I'm Anasha. Asha. <clears throat> My testimony is about um, last week after the communion service. You see, for the last two weeks, last two weeks, I had a very serious headache. Serious one. Serious one. (laughs) (laughs) And it it lasted for a whole week. Then last week, when we were taking communion, um, Bishop said that any sickness that is in us, we are taking the blood. Let it out. Like I don't. I, I can't say the exact ways. I'm not good at quitting Yes. But put you get the idea. Like. <laughs> so. <laughs> so as Bishop said that, and I was praying in my mind. I was saying, no, I was saying it loud. I was praying that God let this headache go. And that's one week. So I was suffering malaria. Too, like I was suffering from malaria. I was saying that, God, as I'm taking this communion, let it be my final medicine. And as I took the communion, my head vanished. And I, did, I didn't realize that the headache had gone. It's okay, it's okay, thank you. I didn't realize the headache had gone. When we were taking away the second offering, then I realized that I was not feeling the headache. I knocked my head several times. No headache. I want to thank Bishop for talking more about the communion. You see, I didn't know much about the communion, but always Bishop was saying that communion was the blood, is the life, Zoe, so like that So I just thank God for it. I just, <laughs> Amen.
5: Amen. Are you being blessed? We have another testimony. Let's welcome Esinam Kushito. To give us a testimony, please welcome Esinam. Amen.
7: Amen. I want to thank God for the life of Bishop Doug Mills. I am Olivia Essinam Kushito. I'm from Tech and I'm an Asenja star. I actually went to medical school through podcast. Yes, I applied for medical school twice. And on the second occasion, I didn't get it. And my classmates, they really laughed. (laughs) They really laughed. And I was so sad. And I didn't go to class for half of the semester because they were really laughing at me. And my GPA took a nosedive. I Moved from 3.4 to 2.8. So I was even extra sad. <laughs> and then my mommy came when I was going to third year. She said that I should apply the third time. And I told her that, see, I'm not interested. So when I came to campus... I went to write my snow exams. And after that, Pastor Jimi was asking me, am I listening to the podcast? I had it, but I was not listening. And he was saying, I should go and listen that he's preaching in UK, ISI. So I said, okay, I'll listen. But somehow the next day, we're supposed to have practicals and he didn't come on. So I decided to pray about this whole medical school business because, me, I didn't want to appear on the internet. Your name has come up and you didn't get it again. So as I was lazily trying to pray about it, I fell asleep at a point. And when I woke up, Bishop was saying that um, sometimes God doesn't open a door to medical school in one place, but he opens a door to medical school in another place. So when I heard it, I went home and I went to take the money for the forms and I bought it and I applied for medical school. And This time I applied to tech and UDS. I didn't apply to Lagos again. (laughs) Yes, because it's another place. And then, so I... Interestingly, that year, there was no exam for medical school take. tech. It was just interview. And even that, it was a formality. And everyone who went got... It was a very easy in, entry. And I realized that if I hadn't applied at that time, I couldn't have gone at all. And it's just because I was listening to the podcast. And... I realized that all the messages that Bishop preaches, all the different statements have our names written on them. And we need to recognize them, believe them and do them. And then the blessings will come into our life. I'd say thank you to Bishop, I always preaching. I don't know how he was talking about medical school in ISI UK, but somehow I went
5: to medical school. <laughs> I want to thank the Lord very much. Man, what a powerful testimony! How many of you are blessed? Those who want to go to medical school, this is a testimony for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited? Yes. Do you want more? Yes. Then I'm glad to announce to you. thyself son for the word of God. Amen and gentlemen, every single week we are so blessed by our father's word and today I believe God is taking you to another level. If you're excited, welcome Bishop
2: Hallelujah. Father, thanks a million for this great opportunity that we have this afternoon. Guide us by your great power in this moment. Let a light fall upon everyone here. Just pray for a moment for light to descend on you in these few moments. Very good. Wisdom fourteen. Ten to Proverbs fourteen. Verse one. Every wise woman buildeth her house. But the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. All right? Every wise woman buildeth her house. But the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Wise women are listening to me now. Notice it does say beautiful women build their house. It says wise women. What is your house? Your house is your husband, your your husband, your children, your home, and what where you live, the environment. All right. And the Bible is saying that a wise woman builds it up. Do you see? But a foolish one plucks it down with her hands. Now, you you may wonder why somebody will pluck down where she's living. Do you understand? And that you will you will notice or find out that a lot of women have mental disease. Yes. A lot of women have a mental disease. Because a woman is a weaker vessel. And the vessel is not the spirit. It's the vessel, the body that is carrying the spirit is weaker. So there are a lot of mental illnesses in women. Do you see you may not know, and some of the behavior even wonder: Do you not like yourself? Do you not like happiness? Do you not like peace? Do you even wonder what uh, what they are doing. You may laugh at what I'm saying but I'll give you some time to live and you'll find out that a lot of people are not stable and some of them have personality disorders which are all psychiatric conditions So, um, ladies, (laughs) you need God to stabilize you. And above all, you need humility. Do you see? Because if you don't take care, the stresses of life will make you behave like somebody who hates herself you hate yourself yes do you want to be unhappy sometimes you see somebody and you, you, you tell the person do this and this it will lead to happiness they cannot do it. And some people are they are so prone to quarreling. You know? I wish all that I was saying wasn't true. I personally wish that all that I was saying wasn't true. I wish so. And um can somebody make them lower what they are doing? It? Lower or did you start doing something else? The foolish pluck it down with her hands. Foolish brings it down with her hands like she herself destroys her own happiness, her own home, her own joy, everything. They can't help themselves. You would think that when you are spoken to, you will get the revelation and you will just not do it. Yes. Now, you know the usual story when a marriage gets spoiled is that, oh, the man has seen a beautiful girl is going to follow it and all that. In almost every case that I know about, that I've had a personal interaction with pastors, none of them have been caused by the man. Yes. The cases I know personally, of course, I don't know every case. None of them have been caused by the man. Like, I'm talking about pastors. Like, serious, committed, devoted Christian because usually, you know, when you are a woman, you marry a man is the man who had the vision to be a pastor, and you? Talk, if you admired a bank manager, you would have been a bank manager's wife. Tell the truth. You'd be saying that you are also a co-pastor or you are a co-founder. Or, you are nothing. I mean, that's the reality. You would have been a bank manager's wife. You would have said, "I'm a co-pastor. I'm am I'm also this. I'm an apost- apostolic." Yeah. And you would also not go to the bank to cause confusion there. Yeah. So usually before a man says he's going to be a pastor, I mean, he saw some kind of devotion and intention to be, to serve God or something. I mean, that's, you, you have to have something before you even say you are going to do that. So when you have somebody like that, you find out that the, the, you, can, you can have, what the cases that I have seen, usually it is it's the, my plucking. One pastor was telling me, he, he said he told his wife and his son talk to mommy not to do that. Talk to mommy. Yeah, he was telling me not in this country, don't think of this country. It was not even in this country. He said, they talk to her don't destroy our home. The mother said, no, you don't understand. Yes. Later on, some years later, she came back, obviously not to the marriage, but to say that she has made a terrible mistake of her life. You know, and that she really regrets advising ladies not to spoil their home plucketh down her house. And any time you see what we call helpless behavior, the person cannot help themselves. You, you, you must start to think of mental. Not, you see, when we say mad, you will be thinking of the person who started, hey, okay, yes, I'm I going to America now. Come to That's called verbal diarrhea. It is a symptom of schizophrenia. That is not the only mental disease. That is, the, that is the mother of mental illnesses. That's the father, schizophrenia. It's the mother or the father of mental illness. When you have that, disease, we say you are mad. But before that, there is a range of behaviors. The people who become socially disoriented, they are not concerned about their appearance, their behavior, and all those. That is the schizophrenia. It's the higher left, the highest. And they have particular symptoms. But before that, we have others. And one of them is a bipolar they are very nice normally and then when it comes they switch to another it's two poles like north pole and south pole yes so that's why it's good to be in a relationship for a long time so that you see if there are two poles (laughs) anywhere You'd be surprised. I had a friend. He was a doctor. And his wife was always fighting with his mother. Yes. Take it on. Plucking down the house. It was so much that in the end, he decided to um, he decided to just divorce. It's not a, we, didn't, we don't want to divorce, but he decided I'm going to leave. Then one day, just as he was planning to, she did something. When she did that thing, then he remembered his psychiatry notes. Yes. As so moi, it was a psychiatric. He remembered his notes. He said this. Yes. You know, it's one of the subjects we do, psychiatry. To become a doctor, you must do psychiatry. He hadn't thought of madness. (laughs) He hadn't thought that far. but when, when she did that thing he remembered it's because we medical so we learn all these things then as you go along you will be seeing them one by one in real life and then he knew, he knew that his wife was not well he didn't divorce her yeah he said no no because he had no intention but he, she was actually forcing him you know there are some people actually force you to go if you if you go into it you will find out it's not always somebody has seen a beautiful girl is going you see that that is just one line yeah. it's like saying there's only one road to accra there are a lot of roads most of the times <laughs> are you listening so he did not he did not know. rather took care for treatment yes he took care for treatment and the same thing was like he was just attacking his mother that was it if you look in many homes sometimes you see you are married to somebody, you don't flow with the, your mother in law. So it looks like you're not flowing with your mother in law. Then it's like it's a little quiet, there was some tension. Then there was another tension. And there was another tension. But it was actually the beginning of uh, plucking down upstairs. Yeah. All these things have, they are all juniors of real mental illnesses. If you take even when a person is afraid. Fear. Like we, we brothers, we suffer from lust. We don't... How many brothers accept? Yes, but the sisters... The sisters... Do you understand? Suffer from fear. But it's not so easy to see... When somebody is afraid. So you will see somebody who is afraid. Alright? Alright? But fear... It's not so easy to see, but it's the junior brother of the most serious symptom of mental disease. Because the most serious symptom, there are only two that we use to diagnose full-scale madness, and it's one of them is paranoid delusions. Paranoia is talks about fear. So paranoid delusions. So it's like the person afraid of something. Like maybe you go to the person's house when you go, you see wood. So the ceiling, the whole room is full of wood. You say, what is happening? So the ceiling is going to fall down, so I'm propping up the ceiling. You said, how? Why do you say the ceiling is falling? So, oh, I am sure it's about to fall down, so I'm supporting it. Or you go to the house, he has put plaster on all the sockets. I said, oh, the CIA are listening to my conversation through the sockets. So I've covered all. And he believes it. Do you understand? Yes. So that is, he's afraid of something. But we only need two things and we know that you have madness. Only two things. And one of them is paranoid delusions. So fear is like, is the, is the, is the condition that's going to that. So you, you see fear, but you don't know that it's the next, if it goes too far. And then Delusions. It's like you believe something in spite of contrary evidence. They will explain to you, they will show you the evidence. No, that's what I and the junior brother of that is stubbornness. When you see somebody who is very stubborn, it's not mad, but it's it's like it's the condition that is just before madness. Yes. So I'm I'm trying to explain to you that. Full scale madness is the ultimate extreme but there are so many things on the way there. If you have fever, including stubbornness, paranoid, you will explain. The man who said that the, the light flashing outside is my wife's boyfriend who is signaling her to come out. So you go with hair out to the car, say that there's no car here. This as I said, No, I know, I say, I know what I'm talking about. I said that that there is a car, there's a man with his flashing hair. You explain, you talk, you talk, never changes his mind. So stubbornness, people who never you talk, do this, do this, no change, do this, do this, no change. It's the next step. It's within the rain. It's like fever. Not all fever is Ebola. Ebola is the father of fevers. Before fever, before you get Ebola, we have malaria. We have even uh, typhoid. We have flu. We have yellow fever. Is a grown-up. But there are a lot of chicken pox. Even teething can give you fever. Teething. Can give you fever. So many things can give you fever. They are all on the range. But there is a father or mother. Of all fevers. You see that when you get it. You know that this is it. I'm on the runway. I'm going. (laughs) Princess Diana for instance. You know when she was. quarrelling with her husband. England was divided into two. Especially in London. The community, the aristocratic community, half were on Prince Charles' side and half were on Princess Diana's side. Half of them thought that Prince Charles liked somebody, and half of them thought that she, Princess Diana, was mad. And they even diagnosed her that he had personality disorder type one. Yes. So, when, when we talk about a foolish woman plucked down her house, you wouldn't understand it till you stayed around for some time. And especially within the church, when there are devoted brothers, which is another word for devoted brother, is A1 brothers. It is unfortunate if you meet such a person. You, you, you will see the person struggling all the time. You will never meet such a person. In Jesus name. Every form of foolishness. That is in you. Goes out now. Proverbs 14 verse 2. He that walketh in uprightness. Feareth the Lord. He that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. You can only walk in uprightness if you fear God. Most bad things can be done without people seeing them. Most. So it's only when you strongly fear the Lord that you can really stay upright because most of the bad things that are in the world Can be done without people seeing them. Most of them. So that is why there must be a strong fear. Of God in you. Amen. Amen. In the mouth of the foolish. Is a rod of pride. But the lips of the wise. Shall preserve them. In the mouth of what? The foolish is what a rod of pride amazing is that not so in the mouth of the foolish is the rod of pride now pride is something that comes one of the main ways to see it is through the mouth amen A rod of pride is found mostly in the mouth. Amen. Amen. And in my little book on the formula for humility, I have 15 types of proud speaking. Yes, 15 types. Because the Bible says in Proverbs 12, the Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things and in the verse we are reading Proverbs 14 verse 2 in the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride a rod of what? pride, pride. a rod of pride so make sure that none of the 15 things all right, are found In you, all right. One of them is let me give you a few of them overconfident declarations. One pastor said to me, I'll show you church growth in six months. Or you tell your mother, I'll show you, mommy, what is a good marriage. In six months, I'll show you how to marry. I'll show you how to marry. Amen. said to Jesus, knowest thou not that I have power to crucify them. Jesus said, you don't have any power at all. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The next type of proud speaking is comments that forget about the grace of God. We were once having a pastor's meeting and I was encouraging people to work for the Lord and somebody also stood up and she was encouraging us that look, let us work for the lord and all that then one of the pastors stood up and said well you, you are saying we should do this we should do that and all that but you who are saying that you don't have a child and you don't have a husband that is why you are telling us that we should come at this time we should do at this time and those of us who have families and so on you can't just be saying to us to do this and to wow he said it at the beginning. You don't have a child. Look, to have a child is by the grace of God. You may not know. And then to have a husband is by the grace of God. It's not by beauty that you marry. You. No, 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 no. It's not by beauty. It's not as though I'm beautiful. I'm the, I'm the type that marries. Huh? I'm the type that marries. You don't have a child. You don't have. A, you don't have a child. That's right. You don't have a. You don't have a husband. You don't have a whatever. You don't have. A, you don't. have a home. You stay at Colégono. So you are what? Careful now. Careful. The rod of pride is found in the mouth of the foolish. Statements that forget about the grace of God. The next one are high sounding statements. High sounding statements. Yeah. High sounding. Like when you speak, you you sound far above us. (laughs) Hey! One day I met a brother and I asked him are you paying tithes? And he just sort of, you know when somebody laughs, it's like some kind of mockery. And he said, do you know how much I earn? You are asking me whether I pay tithes. And he told me I earn dollars. Dollars. I think in those days it was a little rare to earn dollars. I don't know if It's commoner to earn dollars now, but it wasn't so common dollars when he said, I earn dollars. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) It sounded, he sounded great above, like higher than. Yes. Like we, we pastors, we are like, nothing. You know how much I earn? Talking about tithes. It's like those who are down there who earn CDs. They, they can pay tax, but I end dollar. You know, from today, if your friend who you are close to speaks a word of pride, just point it out to him. Say, this is a rod of pride. Oh. This thing you just said. It sounds like a rod of pride. Yes one politician, you see, before they come into power, they are very humble. You see them around doing door to door. I remember one politician. He was doing the normal outreach and all that they normally do. When he got into power and some pastors wanted to see him, he just made the call said, ah! This post, small post that I've got, these pastors are worrying me every day. Somebody wants to see me. Somebody wants to see me. Take your throne. Yes, that was what came out of his mouth when he was approached. That oh, some people want to see you. One, well, this, and as all this, or suffers, they all want to come here. Always, they want to. Wow, well, look at you. But before you see them coming around. Pray for us. Prophesy. Prophesy that we will win the elections. <sighs> One politician came to see me, in my office, I told him, You will lose. <laughs> I said you will lose. He thought I was going to prophesy. I said, you will lose. <laughs> and truly he lost. <laughs> Beware of casual prophets. When I'm prophesying, I rarely say, that says the Lord. I, I heard it some years ago from somebody. I don't know whether it was Kenneth Hagen. You hardly hear him say, that says the Lord. When he's prophesying. You know, he so that says the Lord, shake, stand, anything, just. Where's my towel? <laughs> Beware of what? Casual prophets. And then he lost. The next time he was going again, he said, this man told me the truth. I'm going to see him again. So when he came, I said, "You lose again." <laughs> but I, I explained to him why he will lose. I said, "You lose. Beware of casual." And he lost. <laughs> We are waiting for people who, when they are elevated high, they will say, "Man of God, Pastor, thank you for the honor." Another, who are these pastors worrying us every day? Small position that I've got in there. The next one: uh, statements that refuse instructions. Yes number sixteen twelve. Moses said to Dathan and Abiram we will not come up we will not come up wow one day I called a pastor for a meeting, he said go and tell him that I said I will not
0: come
2: and the pastor I sent said what are you saying He said, I'm saying what I'm saying. And the brother said, you are bringing a beast to And he said, I'm not bringing a beast. I'm bringing a dinosaur to the church. Watch out. For people who talk flat, they are rebuking you. Yes, we will not come. Look, all these things exist. If you live a little longer, none of my stories, I'm not imagining, you know. Each one is what I've seen it before. We will not come. He said, I will not come. I will not come. And it's in number 16, they said, we won't come. Tell Moses, said, we will not come. Why? Why? Are you God? One day we were having um, what do you call this thing? Titus and Crete shuffling <laughs> conference. One of the pastors he said me? I should go for that meeting? For small, small boys to be asking me questions. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Foolish! and even though he was called for the meeting he did not go of course he's still more in the church yes watch out for such people the next one is illegitimate rebukes of authorities yes you cannot rebuke authorities amen Those of you who rebuke fathers. You. You don't know how to be a father. You don't know how to be a pastor. You don't know how to preach. You don't know this. Please, who? Oh. One day I was sitting with the lady. She was. I mean like she was really facing a mother. I was saying that but you haven't even got a beloved though. before you marry and we'll see how your marriage will be. Yeah, mommy doesn't treat daddy well. I don't know. Why this and I wedding you know. this for how to be a wife and you know I said, Hey Are you still around? Yeah. Number 16, they rebuked Moses. They said, why do you lift yourself up above the congregation of the Lord? Yeah. One day I I took a spiritual father with me to see his spiritual son. I went on a mission to go and talk to a brother who was also a pastor. When I got, said, the rod of pride is in the mouth of the f- foolish. I said, Brother, we have come here to share with you the word of God. Why do you come here without notice? Why do you come here without notice? You have come with people. You didn't tell me that you were coming. If I had known that you were coming, I, I was also prepared. I said, Ah. We have come to share the word of God and relate with you. No, 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 no. no. You don't come like that. Wow. And kept on until he walked us out. He said, go. Then he said, go. I got up with a spiritual father. I was with a father, a spiritual father. He's the one who led him to Christ. Yes. So I, I took the one who led him to Christ. I knew that the one who led him to Christ. When he sees, he'll see that oh, this man brought me to Jesus. He said, next time you are coming, come with more sense. Then he opened the door for us. And we walked out. All these things I'm saying, you can easily say it all, So be careful. You'll never say that. And I'm giving you these testimonies. So that in your life, it will never come out of your mouth. Yes. Because you may not say it with your mouth, next time you are coming, come with more sense. But that's what you are saying. When somebody comes to advise you, you are quarreling with your wife or your husband, and the person speaks to you in a marriage. There are people who say that you, next time you are coming, come before You don't know the kind of person I'm married to. Stupid. You come here with your Bible verses. You are coming to... Give her advice and so do you know what is happening in this house? Yes. Yeah. I know a policeman, he went to, he was called, the, the, the wife and husband were fighting. So he was called in England. When he got there, the, the, the wife was very big, bigger than the husband. She was, she, she was beating the husband. <laughs> a Nigerian woman. Quiet. So when the policeman called there humbly, said, Oh, I've received a call. The woman looked at him and said, The first word was idiot. <laughs> idiot. What do you know about marriage? She asked the policeman, What do you know about marriage? <laughs> Have you been married before? Stupid idiot. Get out of this house. What do you know about before? Then the policeman. Press, there's an alarm button. He pressed. That means that any policeman in the area should come to save him. Yes, for backup. You see, some people, if your pastor is talking to you, you, you may say that. I accept you. Yeah. Till you die, you will never say that in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. The rod of pride is found in the mouth of the foolish. Correcting elders. It's another rod of pride. Yes. One day I finished preaching. And a lady, an older lady called me, was talking to me. She said, look, last week you started on this uh, series. Seven reasons or 20, I don't know what I was. (laughs) Yeah. She said, you repeat yourself too much. Get on with the message. She said, get on with the message. Yes, get on with the message. She was correcting me on how to preach. Yes. I said, wow. wow. She has not got even one member of a church.
0: <laughs>
2: no, even a house help she does not have. She cannot even keep a house help or a driver or anybody in her house. Not even one person will stay with her. At a very old age, even. Nobody can stay. Yes. And I'm teaching people. I saw them last week. When I come to preach to them this week, I see that half of them they didn't come last week. They are also half have come. So I've decided to go over so that I can get everybody into the whatever. And you are course, we said, get on with the... Ma-. Listen, last week you were on number six. You went back and so on, and you don't have whatever. So hurry. Hey. I couldn't say anything because she was an elderly, elderly woman. I also don't have to correct her. But in the church, it's not my age. I, I don't have to be older than you before I be your pastor. When you go to the hospital, you ask the, the doctor's age. Another type of proud rod in the mouth is abruptly ending conversations. Like turning off the phone. Yes. Or becoming quiet. I was talking to somebody even this afternoon. I asked her a question. Then she was just, just, just staring at me. I said, I don't have time, you know. Then she asked me my question back to me. Yeah. You see the, the, the rod of pride and the foolishness to pluck down your house. As I, was, I was just asking, what are the things to do to build your house up? i looking at me. What are the things you, do you think are the things that should be done? Yeah. one time I was talking to a brother he had a vision if I tell you the vision that he had now if I tell you the vision everybody here will shout the meaning of the vision he had a dream or a vision if I tell you the the vision now 99.9 out of 100 will get it right because, and that's why I'm not going to say it, because it's so clear. But when he had the, I asked him, what is the meaning of the, the dream? And he said another meaning. Yes. I couldn't believe my ears. <laughs> and you see, it, it is so clear that I don't want to tell you the dream. But when I say, you will all shout a particular name. Yes, you shout a particular name. Like if I describe a vision, I say going up a mountain as an old man with your only son. What would you shout? Exactly. So he had a dream that it can only be one person in the whole Bible. And there are not many people like that. And he had an explanation of something else. As I was explaining to him that The dream that you've had it can only be that you are going to behave like this person. He just ended the conversation, asking, Hey, hello, are you on the phone? Hello, hello, yes. I said, I'm explaining to you, will you not answer? I don't have you doing so, so. Then the next can I call you later, please? That was it. Obviously, these people are not in the church anymore. But pride comes before you destroy yourself. And I'm explaining to you that all this way of behaving, talking, it reveals pride. Pride. So I'm just telling you so that you will... will, Because pride is the invisible coat. When you wear it, no one can... You never know that you are wearing it, that you are proud. Watch out for people who just... Yeah, God. the person is standing there looking. He's ending the conversation by the silence, the insolence. Is there anybody here who has behaved like that before? Your hand must be going up so that you receive forgiveness. You are delivered in Jesus' name. Declarations of sufficiency. One pastor, I went to see him for negotiated settlement of peace. He said to me, I don't need you. I, these are his English words. The things he said were so fantastic. When I left the house, I took paper and pen. And I wrote down the things. I heard Because I have not heard some before. He said, I don't need you. Hey, and and he went on and said, and you don't need me. I don't need you, and you don't need me. Yes, but it's not true. We need one another. So you may not be saying it in your head. I don't need this church. I don't need this pastor. I don't need this bishop. I don't need these first love people. I don't need these people coming to visit me. I don't need whatever. All this shepherding, what not. I don't need all this. Be careful, though The 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 rod of pride is in the mouth of the fool. You need, you need. You finish home, say, ah, finish with my mother. I finish with my father. You will never finish with any father or any mother till you die. Are you there, or you are going home? Statements that trivialize things. Wow. Don't laugh at anybody. Yesterday I was talking about laughing at people. Last week, I believe. Don't laugh at people. Huh? Don't laugh. You know? Oh, Oh. I've had a lot of people laughing at me. One day I I said I was doing a miracle program. And I, I called the program Miracle Days Are Here. And a pastor saw me in town and was laughing. He said, miracle days are here. And he said, where did they go that they've now come? He said, we are, we are always having miracles. You, you did not have miracles. So miracle days are here. watch out for people who have this way of speaking have you met people with sharp sharp words who is officiating your wedding so that, i mean i don't want that pastor to officiate but he officiated uh, this person's wedding that uh, it wasn't easy for them I, I can't say the exact thing that he said I can't say the exact words that he said. Yes. Look at you talking. One time I went to see a pastor. I said, oh, you said certain things. And so he said, what are you talking about? I said, oh, you said this. And I said, ah, I can't remember. Nobody can remember. What are you thinking? Come on. I mean, we can't. He just drove me out of his office. Not drive, but it was like we were were like fools. Myself and Bishop Saki. We were like idiots. We're explaining to him that, look, ABC that you are doing and say, this is the effect that it has. has. Oh, what are you talking about? Hey, come on. Grow up. Look, we don't don't see whatever. You know, there's a we do do. I told you, just like, hey, Charlie, let's go. (laughs) There's nothing here. Yeah. Don't laugh at people, One day, a church, a pastor fell into sin. And the church divided into, I don't know how many pieces. And the some of the members came to another church. And one day the pastor got up and said, hey, All those of you who came from that fallen pastor's church, stand up. You need, you need cleansing from this, the sins of your pastor. On Sunday, and he made them stand up in a big church. They stood up for cleansing. The same thing happened to him, exactly. Yes, same thing. You see, try not to laugh at you think that somebody's got a problem. Somebody's falling into difficulty. You know, there are many difficulties. Along the way, it's long. It's, long it's a long road. It's very long. It's very long. Somebody has divorced you are mocking the... Pe- Look. You know the old saying, if you see, your, you see your friend's beard is burning, go and fetch water and keep it in case yours also catches fire, isn't it? Yes. As you get older, you stop laughing at things. When you see something, you know that you are one. Any bad thing that happens, you, you, you immediately know that. Hmm, this one can easily... Be happening to me without me realizing so proud speaking is the rot of pride is found in the mouth of a fool yes know how you speak how you laugh when you hear some things you just even the small laugh at, the, at your mouth hmm. Wow. wow. One day, a brother had a church of about 40 members. And um, some people wanted to see him. He said, If you want to talk to me, talk to my wife. No, you'd have thought that he has 4,000 members. At first, it's not 4,000 members, he was 40 members. Talk to my wife or my, sec- or my secretary. Well, my, my, a- my ADC. Do you know ADC? Aide de camp. Yeah. And you see some of you you are students in school and they call you father. Papa. And you receive it too, when they say Papa, you receive it. Or they call you daddy. Huh? These people outside, do you want to come inside? Let them come inside. Come inside. Do you want to open the windows? Yeah, open, open, open. Open the the windows, open the doors. Hey, we are suffering in the The room. Wow. Are you there or you're going home? I'm talking about rod of pride. Yeah. Watch out. Laughing at people. Statement that mock and laugh at people. Yes. You gotta be careful. Amen. Amen. One day I went to a, a church. It was a beautiful church. I visited a bookshop. Bookshop was very nice. I bought books. Bought a couple of books. When I was leaving, the pastors of the church, the the mega men of God, they came around. And they were very nice with me and walked around with me for a few minutes. So when I was leaving, they said, why don't you just pray? I said, why not? What a blessing. So I prayed. Now, I'd been reading uh, Rick Joyner's book, and I was really blessed with a message I I heard about the mantle of humility. So I decided to pray for them, and I also prayed for them to be blessed with humility. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and a humility prayer also came in. When I said amen, they didn't even say amen. They look at me and they say, ah, why do you pray for us for humility? Do you think we are proud? Who do you think you are? Why do you think that we, we need humility? Why do you say that we should pray for humility that we are whatever and so on? You think, you think that we are proud? I mean, they just took me on standing face to face like that. I said, "Oh no, it's not that I. So it's like a blessing. I mean, it's like it's a good thing." The next time I heard of they were in prison. Yes, the next time I heard they were in prison. Prison, prison. They were prison. Yes, a real prison. Yeah. So you, you, you've got to be careful. And you see, as brethren, you can only share with each other. Charlie, the thing where you said it's pride is pride, though. The way you laugh at uh, Debo when he was dancing. Like some of the laughter is just friendliness, but that one was a bit way. Yeah. Oh, the way you are laughing at the girl. And so oh, you are making fun of so Charlie girl, you no know, fine. Oh, how do you mean by no fine? Do you see? No, all through your life you hear words coming out of people mouths. You must be very big to speak like this. The next time I heard of them, prison. One day I went. The next one is declarations of personal achievements and greatness. Personal achievements and greatness. Wow. I went to a shop to buy something, and I asked the lady, "Do you believe in God?" She just put the thing on the, the top was glass, just put it on. I believe in myself. I believe in myself. Wow I believe in myself. Wow. You believe in yourself. A certain man was in an earthquake. You know the man. He fell. The building collapsed. And he was under. Three days later, he was found. They thought everybody was dead. But when he came out, when they did the underground, they got him alive. They took him to hospital and he recovered so I think CNN or one of them came to interview him sir we see that you were able to survive under the earthquake for three days and nights how were you able to do it and the man said I am a man of strong willpower." <laughs> when he said look is when I decide to do something, I, 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 I do it. Most of the times, when I decide, I do it. Shh! Don't say that when you get a beloved. Me, yeah, I'm nice. That's why I got a beloved. As for me, I'm gentle. That's why I got a beloved. Yeah, I follow the things in the Bible. That's why I got a beloved. They interviewed his wife. They said, Madam, your husband was able to survive under the earthquake for three and a half days. Do you have anything to say? Well, all I want to say I about mean, my husband, I've, I've been married to him for 39 years. And my husband is... He's a man of determination. He's a man of a man of strong willpower. He's, he's, he's the type that yes. is driven. He, 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 he when he decides to do something, he does it. So they went to see the doctor, and they said, Doctor, your your patient was able to survive for three days and night under the earthquake, just like Jonah in the the belly, the whale. Do you have any comment? And the doctor said. My patient is resilient. He's a man of determination and a man of strong willpower. Now, eight days after the interview, eight days after, he was there when he suddenly had a heart attack and died. Where was the strong willpower? Where was the determination? Where was the resilience? when God does something for you give him the glory and stop talking proudly one day I met a certain husband and a certain wife and uh, the wife was very stiff And the husband was very agitated. So I was counseling them. Then at a point I stopped. And I turned to the wife. And I asked a question. I said, do you think that your husband and even some of us here are making too much of a case of the fact that you are privileged to marry him? Do you understand the question? Yeah. Like it's like all this, like, oh, you are blessed to have got him as your husband, you are blessed that he's your you are blessed that like we are saying it too much. And her response was this was her response. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: Do you think we are making too much like you know, sometimes when you get a particular kind of a brother to marry, it's more like, oh, Charlie, you are blessed. So, oh, this brother power that you've got, Charlie, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed. And he was like, we are saying it too much. So that's why I asked her, Are we saying it too much? I like, are people saying it? We are saying it. Others are saying it. Her answer was, ah. What does it mean? What is the meaning of that answer? Huh? What does it mean? Number 14. Declarations of rigidity. And unmovability. When you see somebody who says, I will never change. I will never change. I want you to know that I will never change. It's a statement like Pharaoh. Pharaoh had in his heart. And God broke him down. Yes. I'll kill your son so that you soften. What does it going to take to soften you? Huh? May you be flowing. How many are going to be flowing? Are you worried about what I'm preaching? Does this worry you? Are you worried about what I'm preaching? One day I preached about being born again. After After preaching, an elderly man motioned to me, said, hey, young man, come here, come, come. So I went to see him, I stood I was wearing my suit, he was also wearing a suit And he said Young man, let me tell you something I am an Anglican And I will never change He said, I am not born again And I will never be born again And he said, I want you to know That I will never change And I will never be born again I said, sir, yes sir it was after a wedding yes so like the parents of the, the fathers and yeah, we were younger but about 10-20 years later the same man came for another wedding And when I saw him Saki signaled me that I'll never be born again he's here today so this time I said I'm going for it again and I preached as usual and when I did the altar I said anybody here you want to be born again lift up your hand and when I saw I'll never change I'll never be born again lifted up his hand and gave his life to Jesus hallelujah so even I'll never be born again changed how much more you stubbornness is a very dangerous, like madness at a point. Everybody go home and ask your parents, mommy, am I stubborn? Daddy, am I stubborn? Go and ask them. When they ask you why, I say my pastor said I should ask you. And if they say yes, ask them to pray for you. Yes. You know, one day I, I, I was with a pastor somewhere and he saw one of the young people in the First Love Church. And he said, "Ha, hey, this guy is a very stubborn boy. I knew him when he was young. Younger than now. And When I heard that, I said, oh, That's a very bad, that's a very bad uh, word. So I wanted to go home and ask them, Please, am I stubborn? Mommy, am I stubborn? Yeah. And let's see what they say. If they say you are stubborn, accept it and say, Expunge. Check the meaning of the word. Expunge. It's going out of you in Jesus' name. Check expunge. What does it mean? Expunge. Expunge. Check your dictionary quickly. What does it mean? Cross it out, erase, strike out, blot out, mark for deletion, wipe out, obliterate, exterminate, annihilate. Hey! Back to Proverbs 14. I think you've had enough even for the day. Verse 4. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase is by the strength of the ox. Do you understand it? Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase Is by the strength of the ox. Now, when there are no oxen, you don't have oxen, okay? Everything is clean. The crib, the manger, the stable, where you keep them is clean. Okay? But if you have oxen, by the oxen, much strength, there is much strength and much increase by the oxen. So, sometimes there are things that have two effects. One is very good, but it has side effects. Do you see? Like if you have oxen, wow, all these problems. But with it, there is much strength increase. Okay? There's a lot of things like that in the world. Do you understand? Shall I say it again? I'm explaining. It's like, if there are oxen, cow, an ox is a cow. It's a cow that is used for plowing or something. I don't think the meat is nice, but ox. If you have it, there's debt everywhere. If you don't have it, it's clean. But if you have an ox, there's much increase So, the increase goes along with dirtiness and certain problems. Okay? So, there are many things in the world like that. For instance, a beloved. Where there is no beloved, the crib is clean. What do you think? <laughs> but much increase is by the strength of the... Marriage is like that too. There's no marriage. There will be no quarrel. A lot of the preaching will not even... We will not have anything to preach about even. <laughs> and even some of the points I've preached today, the whole first point will not even there be there. About mental illness, it will not even be there. The crib is clean. Everything is perfect. Your house will be clean, there'll be no mess. But much increase comes by the presence of the oxen. So if you are looking at the debt, and that is the foolishness of some people, it's like you're only complaining. Eh, this man doesn't do anything, doesn't, doesn't he? Gave you a name, he gave you a ring, he gave you a child even that, that that's all it's enough St- social status social status it's one of the things people love to go around so they're going with their wife walking know my husband and i are coming every day you say my husband you know my husband said my husband said my husband it's said, my said. it's in my husband's car my husband will bring it my husband is coming tomorrow Yes, when you mention their name, Miss whatever. They say, no, I'm Mrs. whatever. Wow. So you have a foolish woman plucking down her house because she's always complaining about the death that comes to the crib. You see, you're complaining about the side effects of having this person in your life. Are you listening to me? Yes. So where there's no oxygen it's perfect. Yes, it's perfect. You don't have you, know, you know, no, no time for anybody, nothing. You just flow God, Amen. la 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 Somebody who is honest will tell you that if your partner travels, you pray more. Hundred percent. If your partner travels, you see that you pray more. Yes. But you see, people would not like to admit it. You so say that, oh, are you trying to say that you know my partner prevents me from praying and? Uh, this and but when I heard Kenneth Hagin saying it, oh, he prayed more. When he was traveling on the road, he prayed much more. When he comes home, it's like, then the prayer is less. Yeah. If you like Marian's, you see that the whole, the whole crib is no more clean. Even beloved doses. Even pipelines. All right. So, stop complaining. If you are super melancholic... Those people were very melancholy. Why have you put your towel here? Why have you put the, Why do you squeeze the toothpaste from the middle? Why do you not squeeze it from the, from the bottom? Why have you used the other water? Water? Why have you done this? Why is the, the place is smelling? This is like this. This is that. That Listen, where there are no oxen, the crib is clean but with the oxen much increase much increase because two are better than one yes much increase is by the strength of the ox (laughs) carries Yes Are you with me yes. Yeah So that is how beloved doses is That's how marriage is It's like if you, if you are not Oh that's, that's why people were monks And uh, what are the nuns And the, uh, monks And the ones in the monastery And eunuchs I mean you would be closer to God Be closer to God but much strength many times pastors who have been on the mission field when their wives go and join them or the church just multiplies yes if they don't fight with them yes yes if they don't fight with them if it's not a plucking type she's come to pluck down the house yes wow so stop shouting about it the day the person takes off the ring. Bring the ring. Bring my name. Bring my social status I've given you. Bring the misses I've given to you. Bring this my spams back. I'm collecting all my possessions that's when you see that you are nothing wow verse 5 a faithful witness will not lie but a false witness will utter lies verse 6 a scorner seeketh wisdom and findeth it not look anything you mock you can't learn from it you can't learn from somebody you laugh at. You can't learn from somebody you mock at. Wow. Wow. I have pastors of churches, big churches. I've, I've consecrated many bishops outside Ghana, even, with huge churches that will tell you that they learn from me. Read my books, teach my books. Just yesterday, I had a, a message. Somebody sent a message that there was a bishop in a, in a certain country. He has been teaching many a call for the last six weeks in his church. I don't, I don't, I've just met him once. I don't, he's teaching it. Many churches. But in your own country or anybody who mocks, it's when you mock at somebody, you can't learn a corner six wisdom, but cannot find it. A scorner. You can't find it. Because you scorn. Scorn is the direct opposite of admiring. Both of them have laughter, but one is the mockingbird's laughter. And one is admiration. You can never learn from somebody you mock. Even in private. When you see him, you honor him. Those of you who mock the president, the president, our president. You cannot learn from him if there is anything good from him or great. You are not likely to pick up any keys because all that you do is to mock. Anything you mock is absolutely blank as far as you are concerned in terms of learning. I hope you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But knowledge is easy to him that (laughs) understandeth. Let's go on because there are some more verses there. Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. The presence. The presence. The presence of a foolish man. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. Now, you notice the word understand is going to occur many times. And I hope that before it ends, I will explain what it means. Fools make a mock at sin. Now, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. You see, wisdom is prudence wise person either overcomes problems or avoids problems a prudent man sees the evil ahead and keeps himself so a prudent man understands what is happening and knows this is what is going to happen alright watch out fools make a mock at sin but the righteous, among the righteous there is favor verse 10 the heart knoweth his own bitterness and a stranger does not intermeddle his joy the house of the wicked shall be overthrown but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish verse 12 it's the same verse in Proverbs 16 25 there is a way that seems right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death there is a way that seems right. How many are realized that you've often seen a way that seems right? Yeah, there's a way that seems right. Most of the times, you see, it seems right. But the end of the way is that it is not working. Wow. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied from himself. Verse 15. The simple believes every word. But the prudent man looketh well to his going. May you avoid problems in your life. How many want to avoid problems in your life? Yes. So if you want to avoid problems, you need prudence. Yes. Wisdom is a wonderful thing. Just today I was discussing the situation of a, a brother who if had had some wisdom would own a house. But because he did not have the wisdom there's no no As for the money he had the money. So a prudent man looks at the future and says wow this is what I'm going to do. All right. A simple man believeth every word. That is why when people go to America and all the places where they are selling mortgages, they believe every word. Because in a simple format, it sounds fantastic and it sounds good. When you are getting a loan, it sounds good. Yes. Simple-minded governments also just collect loans everything is loan it's so sort the of simple you believe oh we'll just do this and that you pay over 20 years it will not even fill in the country and so on. that is why we are where we are so you go to the bank and they speak oh this and that and that so you'll be fine a simple minded man believes everything that is being said and then that is it verse 16 a wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but a fool rageth and is confident. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. Let's all read verse 18. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. With what? Knowledge. Not knowledge. Ooh. It's not knowledge. It's not knowledge. <laughs> I heard everybody shouting knowledge it's not knowledge it's knowledge it's not a problem it's a problem if you say it's knowledge it's not knowledge like nah nabita. it's not knowledge it's knowledge no oh pro no say no, no. Knowledge. knowledge Hey. Let's read verse 18 again. The simple Look at verse 15. The simple believeth every word. And look at verse 18. The simple inherit folly. So as you believe everything that is said to you, You are inheriting folly. But the prudent are crowned with what? (laughs) The evil bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Verse 20. The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Wow. Who are your true friends? your true friends are the friends you have when you are poor because the rich has many friends the ruling party has many friends and the opposition party have few friends but if they come into power their friends will multiply they say ah we have always believed in you So, your friends are those who are your friends when you are poor. Those are your real friends. My best friends in my life are those who have been with me when we were nothing. Not you who have just come. It's not that I don't like you, but you just came. You get what I'm trying to say? Ah. How can I exchange you for those that have been so nice with me for all these years? It wouldn't be right. Ah. The rich has many friends. When we were in a canteen, when we were in a cafeteria, when we were nowhere, there were some people that were solid part of, of us. Yeah. One time one of our lady pastors died in, in America. I, I ask me, I'm not my, funeral is not my culture. I don't believe in going for funerals every every week. I don't believe that is a good thing. Like that is a social event in Ghana, it's funerals. You know? But when she died, I said, No. I packed my bag. I said, I'm going to a funeral. Because when our church started in America, and there was not even a member, she was, because she came from Colibu, she was very dedicated. I remember she taught her husband, she said, Pastor, this is a good pastor from Ghana, because he didn't like Ghanaian churches. This is a different one. He's a good pastor. Let's let us be part of she supported. When they are not, when you are not like it's not working, that's what I The rich man, there will, there will be many friends, but when you are poor and you are down, that's where you see your real the real people. So I pack my say, hey, on my way. I will honor this lady. I will never, I will never forget her support and her love in the day when we were zero. Yeah. today we have thousands of members in America thousands literally yes but when we, ha- we do not even have five she was there, why should I forget about it? these are the real people not that you are not real though. you are also real <laughs> but like you will be appreciated in 20 years time, you get what I'm saying uh, you to try and stay here for 20 years then, we, then we'll see that you are wild. But I say, hey, when first love was now starting and there was nobody in the church, these were the ones who were dancing, these were the ones who were singing, these were the ones, they've been there all along. Uh-huh. And at that time, there will be, your children will be around. Say, you, I'll tell them that. Do you know Brother Curtis? He was here at the beginning. <laughs> yes, we used to sit in a hot chapel for wisdom impartation we're all sweating but we were there hey. the poor is hated even by his neighbor even the neighbor says, oh I don't know you you'll be calling outside when you see that ah this poor man is calling me again I don't want him to call me but the rich man says oh you don't even have to call you will be calling. Oh, I was just calling to say hi. I Just checking on you and you know, I heard you went so well and I brought some flowers, some roses. Shall your love has come. Amazing. That's 21. He that despiseth his neighbor sinneth. But he that has mercy on the poor, happy is he. It's true. Do they not add that device evil? But mercy and truth shall be on them that devise good. Verse twenty-three. In all labor there is profit. 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 In all labor. So those of you who are laboring for the Lord, I'm telling you, in all labor. There is profit. Those of you who are working for the Lord. Remember, in all labor there is profit. In all work you do, all labor there is profit. Yes. Sometimes you 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 see, and the reason why this verse is there is because sometimes you don't know what is the benefit of what I'm doing. Like what's the benefit of what I'm doing? What is the benefit of what I'm doing? Why should I be here this afternoon? Why am I talking to you this hot afternoon? Children. Huh? When all the carpet sellers and the meaty church members are in their house eating fufu and watching DS TV. I've gathered little children to talk to them Wisdom 14. Hey! Why? Are you not tired in the afternoon? In all labor... There is profit, yes. In all labor, there is profit. There is nothing that you ever do for the Lord that you will not benefit from. Take it from me in one way or another, you will profit from what you are doing. You may not know how, you may not know when, you may not have a direct link to link your profit of what you are doing with what is happening, but in all labor there is profit. Oh, this dancing that you are doing, you may not know, like, what are we doing? Like, are we fools that we are dancing? Why? In all labor, there is profit. In all labor, in all labor, when you are going on follow-up and you are following up antelopes, an antelope is someone who runs faster than you. We are trying to catch it. They swerve left, right. They are out of vision. They can curve anytime. You never get them. In all labor. There is yes. Every carnival, there's profit. Every soul that is one, there's prophets. If it's only one soul, there's profit. The day Billy Graham gave his life to Christ, I think he was the only one. Yeah, The person must have thought oh, some just some small boy, you know, today. Is... But he was winning the big evangelists. In all labor, there is prophets. Yes. I'm sure when Ida was singing in her school, times and so on. She didn't know that this thing I'm doing is very profitable. She has been all over the world. She's, been, she's known all over the world. Yes, Amazing. From singing. Uh, people are not serious. People are not serious. They are too lazy to labor for the Lord. Every day God will do it. Pastor. God will do it. God will do what? Every day God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. Too lazy. God will do what? What is God? Is he going to cook for you? Ebafe. Ebafe humble. Is it in a song? Oh, Pastor, God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. Huh? Is that how they say? Yeah. God will do what? God will do what? God will do what? He will do for you. He will do for me. He will do for you. What no worry? make you no worry make you no worry sister make you no worry God will do it God will do it he gonna do for me he gonna do for you Luke sixteen sixteen. The law and the prophets were until John. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of heaven is preached. And every man presseth into it every man presseth into it every man presseth pressing you are not going to get anything out of God by resting the kingdom of God has been preached until John but from then on the kingdom of, of God is preached, and every man press. If you like be there, don't press. You will be there. So we are, we are like look the man by the pool of Bethesda. He was there for thirty eight years. When, when Jesus came, Jesus asked, "What are you doing here?" He said, "I am waiting for an angel. Every time the angel comes, somebody passes me." It go do for me. You should have been in the water before the angel came. If you phlegmatically look, Jesus just had mercy on that phlegmatic man. Yes, Jesus just had. Is the only miracle that Jesus healed a phlegmatic? Yes. There is no other phlegmatic that Jesus healed except this man. 38 years. It will do for me. It will do for you. It will do for me. That's the song he was singing. It will do for me. It will do for you. It will do for me. It will do for you. It will do for me. It will do for you. And the angel will come. Hey, angel. Then somebody else goes, ah. It will do for me. God will do it. Don't worry. God will do it. 38 years of waiting. Listen, if you want God to bless you look at the bible and see people who receive blessings take blind Bartimaeus for example when he heard jesus was passing by every man pressed into the tent he said, sit there calmly waiting if jesus wants he himself will call me He started shouting. he said thou son of david thou son of david thou son of david have mercy on me the people i know are the people who press to know me those are the people i know Every man presseth into it.
6: No, no, no. We are waiting uh, humbly for the occasion whereby we may
2: also have the opportunity to have some of the interaction. Thirty-eight years will pass. You, you go do for me. The law and the prophets were until John. After that, there is no cool person who receives anything. After that, the coolness doesn't work. Coolness. Who was cool? Sarah Phoenician would say, you are a dog. Say, I like, I'm a dog. I am a dog. I am a dog. And what? Under the table. I like it. I like, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Jesus was talking I am a dog. She she said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, a dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a dog. The man who was paralyzed, when they caught the crowd was there, he told his friend, listen, take me to the roof. I'm coming to the roof. Take me. Every man presses. Jesus saw some people disconnecting the wires in the ceiling. Hey! Before he saw the ceiling was coming off, here is somebody coming to the ceiling like a helicopter. When he saw, he knew this was every man press You sit there and say God has called you. You are relaxing. God Himself will send angels with anointing to fall on you and see whether it will ever happen. Every man press You can't sit there there are too many phlegmatic brothers these days. Too many. Almost every brother you ask in church, are you whatever, I'm so I'm phlegmatic. And they are happy to say it too. Laziness. Too lazy to be blessed. Too lazy to work. They are happy to say, I'm, ph- oh, I'm a phlegmatic. phlegmatic. Waiting by the pool for 38 years. Angels come, angels go, angels come, angels go, angels come, angels go, angels come, angels go. Lying there, every time, so i set my alarm. When I set my alarm, it came after the angel came. My, my, my battery was off. I, I slept, I took Panadol. They said, Every day, you go do for me. God will do it. God will do it. Who again? Woman with the issue of blood? Did she stay in the house and say, "He go do for me? he go do for you. he go do for me? he go do for you. No. You go do for what? For me? In our labor, there is profit. She rose up and she pressed to the crowd. She pressed to the crowd. I would touch the hem of his garment. I don't care if he doesn't know my name. I don't care if he do not register me in the church. I would. It's the hem of his garments i realized that i only me the people i know are people who press the people who don't press i don't know them when i said hello what's your name say, i am brother uh menu uh menu misha Where are you from? sir? I am from the Legon Church. How come we don't know you? Because you don't press. You don't press. You don't press. When I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I entered the church. I didn't know they start on time. You know, sometimes you don't know that they will start on time. Isn't it? Sometimes you can't say they started. Like today, you know. When I got there, they, they ushered me upstairs. I told the Asha, I said, where are you from? I asked him, where are you from? He said, I'm from Romania. I said, I'm from Africa. And I told him, I cannot go upstairs. I didn't come 12,000 miles to go upstairs. I'm pressing. He said, no, 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 no. You have to go. I said, no. I cannot go. You don't understand. You don't understand how I came here. I don't take. I don't take so far. I don't take so far. Every man press. Look, laziness. There is no blessing through laziness. Labor is what brings profit, not resting. All types of hard work. All types of hard work lead to some kind of profit. Yes. Too many brothers are happily declaring themselves to be phlegmatics. They are the worst missionaries when you send them. When you send a mis- a phlegmatic missionary, oh he will he will report you say you know the people are not you see these people this country Bishop <laughs> you don't know <laughs> You don't know 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 Then you send a brother with who has a mind to press suddenly everything changes yeah, I've learned it. Now, anybody I don't know, I, I, used, I used to blame myself. Now, if I don't know you, I blame you. Recently, some names were given to me to approve to take a certain position in the church. When I looked and said, so and so this, so and so this, I just crashed all. I said, I don't know them. If I don't know you, I, you are out. Every man present. Too many lazy Christians. Laziness. Laziness. Don't work. Don't work hard. Don't work well. It will do for me. It will do for you. 38 years by the pool. Waiting for miracles. Waiting for things to be done for you. Waiting for things to happen. Do you think I, I, I passed? What I say, I, I never had a referred once. In all my life, all level A levels, medical, never, I've never been referred. I've never failed an exam before, never. By God's grace, let somebody who has been to the battle and come back, and has removed his armour, speak. i will finish with all those things. I said I was never referred. It's not that I'm now going to do. If I was going to, I will be quiet. But I've finished those exams. Do things by laziness. One time I did all night for six weeks. Every night, six weeks medical school. Yeah, every night the whole hostel was asleep. I was awake, walking up and down, memorizing. In medical school, you think it's by it's by it's by, by it go do for me. Today you better prepare that song to dance for. It go do for me. In all labor there is profit. Most of the things I learned in medical school, I I remember them today. Oh, yes. When you hear me talking and describing certain things medically, I, I know them from school. Of course, I have things that I see, but still, it will do for me. Make you no worry. Make you worry. Make you worry. Make you rise up. Too many lazy Christians. Too many lazy pastors giving reasons why things are not working why the churches are not working giving excuse upon excuse upon excuse too many lazy, too lazy to achieve anything for God too lazy to work hard too lazy to lay back so that there will be profit, the profit of the church working too many, too many. So what time, professor? i phlegmatic, sanguine. So what time, say? So I'm phlegmatic, melancholic. What time, professor? I'm phlegmatic, phlegmatic. Hey. Hey. Double dose. Hey. Look at the people at the back. They cannot even stand up, even though they cannot see. They are too lazy to even stand up. Verse 24. Sit down. The crown of the wise. The crown of the wise. The crown of the wise. What verse are we on? Is their riches. But the foolishness of fools. Is folly. A true witness delivers souls. But a deceitful witness speaks lies are you a true witness are you delivering souls Yes. yes many of us can't come to church without inviting anybody a true witness delivers souls in the fear of the lord is strong confidence his children shall have place of refuge the fear of the lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death verse 28 in the multitude of people is the king's honor but in the want of people is the distraction of the prince. In the, in the lack of people is the distraction of the prince. So in the lack of people is the distraction of the pastor. Yeah. In the want of people. So some of us say that we are check planters. In the want of people is the distraction of the prince in the lack of people in the church is the distraction of the pastor so God will do it they didn't come this week but God will do it until John they prophesied but from John till now every man presses look any form of realization that's why Nigerian churches are the biggest churches in Europe and all over the world because Nigerian temperament is natural there's some natural cholerism. there's some natural cholerism. are you with me natural cholerism. yeah So, all Nigerians here, you must have the biggest churches. Now, Gans are Nigerians. Gans are Nigerians. 29 He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. When you when you when you take a long time to get angry. Is anybody here who gets angry quickly? As a young person, you get angry quickly. Wearing not good. I said it weren't good. He that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. Verse thirteen. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Those of us who are jealous. Jealousy is the rottenness. The Bible says who can stand before envy? There's another common thing. When you love somebody, one of the side effects of love is jealousy and envy. Do you understand? There's a side effect of love. Like if you don't love the person, you get it. You don't even feel jealous. Like right? whatever, happen. Whatever is happening it should happen. But if you love somebody, one of the side effects, like like Panadol, it is good, but one of the side effects it affects the liver. Do you see? Uh-huh. It's like it comes somehow. It's a problem. Problem. At times, most of the times. You are getting knowledge. How many want your relationship to be rotten? Rotten bones. What does rotting mean? Spoiled from inside. Whenever you, you meet couples, beloveds, or married people, and there is a lot of jealousy or envy, why you talk to that? Why do you, why are you being nice to that person? What are you saying? Why is she calling? It? Bring your phone. Let me check. Whatever. The relationship is rotting from where the boons that is the thing that destroys it from inside. It's like it's actually spot inside, but outside may look okay, but yeah. So I'm telling you, you know, so when you are plucking down your house, you remember this is one of the things, it's rotting from inside. You cannot control somebody, You cannot force somebody to like you. Come Hey, let, let me tell you something I want you to you'll be here by 7 pm or else I don't know I don't know what you are doing out at seven o'clock in the evening. Where did you go please no, it's not that I want to be rude to you but I want to know where exactly And who is that you are talking to your voice was very soft Wow envy is the rottenness of the the inside. There are couples you see, everything looks nice on the outside, but inside is the Marriage is sport inside. Yeah. Some of you may be inheriting genes from your parents. Sometimes I think some of the things are genetic. Jealousy, envy. The seed of the wicked. We expunge every wicked seed in your life and in your bones in Jesus' name. Verse 31 He that oppresseth the poor reproacheth his maker, but he that honoreth him that hath mercy on the poor. So don't oppress the poor. Everybody here, when you see a beggar, tell yourself, I'm richer than this beggar. And I will bless him. Don't. Don't. You know, I used to not respect beggars. till one day I watched a documentary of some beggars in Kinshasa. And they explained to the man who was doing the interview. They explained their situation. They said, look, we will die. If we don't beg, we will die. There is, we have nothing. Nobody gives us food. We cannot eat. We cannot live. We have to beg. The begging is our work. If we don't beg, we will die. That was when I began to understand beggars. I said, "Wow." So don't pass by with a wicked mind. Oh, stupid! Man, this man—they are begging. They are whatever this. Just so, but they'll get. If they get a lot, thank God. We got something yeah what how much are you even going to get, contribute huh? i'm showing you wisdom from the bible i didn't write the bible yeah would you like to become a beggar on the roadside yeah. so notice what the, the bible says he that oppresses the poor reproaches his maker but he that honoreth him, that is, he that honours God, has mercy on the poor. Verse 32, the wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous has hope in his death. Yes, even in death there is hope. We had a funeral here last week. And it's only the word of God that gave us hope in that Difficult service. Only the word of God. Very difficult. All my years as a pastor, I have not seen such a funeral. Yeah. The righteous has hope in his death. In his death. But a wicked man is driven away in his wickedness. But a righteous man has hope even in his death. If you have attended different funerals, you see that when a wicked man dies, there's nothing to say. <laughs> church people, when church people die, oh, our problem is the tributes. Tribute from the choir of this. Tribute from the fellowship of this. Tribute from this church. Tribute from this people. Tribute from the... Fellowship of whatever. Tribute from the ministry of this. Tribute. Ple- that is church person. A righteous person has hope in death. In death he has hope. When a wicked person dies. If only his brothers is if he has. I know one person died. There was no tribute. And the life history was also very short once I I attended the funeral the the man says I don't believe in God there is nothing like God there is nothing like God so all the faces I know about such people if I preach them at the funeral it will. It will be like I'm discouraging the people. So I had to check the internet <laughs> to know what to say. Internet. And you know, in England, a lot of people die. They don't believe in God. Every time they die, they call a pastor. All of them are 80s, but when they die, they call a pastor. Always. I didn't know. I didn't know that they always call for the funeral. Cemetery priests, everything they call, even those so, that we don't believe in God. But when you die, like, amazing. Are you glad you believe in God? I attended a funeral one time. Tribute—they have to start reading the tribute. The groups, the groups the person has belonged to. You imagine if you were to die, the groups you belong to, the fellowships. Your members, your this, your that, your converts. They will all be coming to write. Oh, brother so-and-so, so-and-so, this, so and so, sister so and so, this what he did it. He called me, he said this, this. That. Okay, tribute from this, tribute from plenty. They have to start before the service starts. About one and a half hours before to get to the service and then start another one and a half hours of tribute more, and they cut out all the others, and yeah. Yeah. Wow. that's that's, that's what it's like to attend a funeral of a righteous person the bible says let me die the death of a righteous man let me not die the death of a wicked person a wicked person when you die they'll say thank God God has saved the world from this man Dri- the wicked is driven away in his wickedness but the righteous has hope in his death verse 33 wisdom resteth in the heart of him that has understanding but that which is in the midst of fools is made known understanding verse 29 he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding are you seeing the word understanding understanding Wow. What's happening? Alright. Okay. Verse 34. Righteousness exalted a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Okay? Righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation. That means that wickedness and sin and evil brings a nation down. Yeah, look at Nigeria, a very great nation. The wickedness, the corruption, the stealing. I mean, they've been recently saying it on the news. This one says it, this one says it, and they accepted it. That the country is very corrupt. It has brought the greatest nation in Africa down. Because righteousness exalts... And sin and wickedness brings it down. And if you take Ghana, Ghana is going exactly the same way. Wickedness and sin, do you understand? Is bringing the nation down. Yes. So it's the same. Nigeria, they are our senior brothers. Huh? Is it not true? <laughs> look at Nigeria. Many things. If you say, are you Nigerian? Hey, no, sorry. It's like a red flag. It destroys the country. The whole country is affected. The whole country is affected. It's so bad. And look at Ghana today. With that Right now, you can even get results... I know one person, he said, look, he didn't do an exam, but he had a B in it. He hasn't done it. You get a result. You buy A's, B's, C's. They are sold. Fish is injected with chloroform and formalin. Fish is painted. It's injected. Medicine, if you are an experienced doctor in Accra... When you treat somebody, the person comes back. When you experience, you know that no, the medicine didn't work. Yeah, the medicine didn't work. When you are practicing, you know if you are practical, you know. You know. It's not, he's not got what you are thinking. It's just that it's normal malaria, but it's, it's the medicine weren't good at the time. Is it amazing? amazing. Is it fantastic? Righteousness exalts. When, so when you are having elections, so when you write, when you have polling agent 64, just put one before or one after. So 64 becomes 164 or 64 becomes 641. That's how we are doing elections. You can't see. Now there's no clarity as to what are the rules. There's no clarity. A game we are going to play, but we don't know how to score. Fantastic. And it brings you down, 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 down. So, you know, there are things we laugh about. We laugh about, oh, WASI, JSS. It's like a joke. To do O-level now, you have to pay thousands of dollars to go to an international. O-level was. The ordinary Ghanian does O-Level. Like when you don't have money, you don't have anything. You are nobody. You are from Swedru. You are from uh, Begro. You are from uh, Begro. You will do O-Level. Today, to do O-Level, you must pay almost $20,000 or whatever to get an international school to go to. In Ghana, the country is brought Ordinary level. Fantastic. Every, I did all of. I never paid any such school fees. Wasi, when you take Wasi to England, any English university, they uh, if you had, they say it only tells us that you can speak some English. But apart from that, it doesn't. Down, down, down. Down. Righteousness exalts, exalts. Wickedness brings you down. One day I went to a certain country, and some of my pastors came. They came before me. When they when they were met, they were treated in a very in a wrong. Who are you? Go back! No. When I came, are these people with you? I said, yeah, yeah, these are my passes. Oh, we are very sorry. So why? So we thought they were Nigerians. (laughs) We have had some terrible experience in Asia. In Asia. In Asia. So we have had so many bad experiences here. It it destroys the country, and the country is made of people. Good people. Oh, what a shame. It's sad. And Ghana, if Nigeria is here, we are also running like this. (laughs) I hope we don't overtake. But If you don't take it, we may overtake thinking that we are doing something good. Sin is a reproach to any people. 35. The king's favor, that's the last verse, is towards a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. But now notice this, a king's favor is toward... Pressure is Pressure is coming. Is it raining? Communion. Communion. Sit on the stage, sit on the stage. Communion. How many want the king to show you favor? Are you sure you want the king to show you favor? Are you sure you want the king to show you favor? Wow, the king is going to show you favor. Amen. Now, how do you get that favor? Wise servants. Amen. Wise servant. By being a wise servant. On this side. Now, as we are ending this, listen, as we are ending this, we are receiving the Holy Communion. Now, the Holy Communion is a blessing. 1 John 5, 7 and 8. Quickly, 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 quickly. 1 John 5 seven and eight there are three that bear witness in the earth the spirit the water and the blood Amen. Today we are going to receive the blood and the body. Through the body you are healed. Through the blood every poisonous thing in your body is dissolved. Now, let, me tell you, let me tell you something. Do you know that in medicine you can ask those who work in the hospital medicine cures a lot of things oh, but a lot of things are not cured by medicine. Yes, that you wouldn't know. So, if you are wise, you must always believe in miracle healing. Amen. You must always believe in what? Miracle healing. Everybody say miracle healing. miracle healing. You don't need to be sick to believe in miracles. And don't wait to be sick to believe in miracles when you are young do you see you see that when they talk about miracles it's like something that we don't need if you like watch the television where they are doing a lot of miracles mostly older people from a certain age they start to diagnose you please there's more space here if you need to come in over here feel free All right, if you're okay, that's fine. But if you want, there's more space here. No need to be outside. Sit on the floor. This is just to refresh us. This is um, convection rain. You know the different types of rain. What are the types? Huh? Huh? Relief rainfall. Convectional. Number two. Convection is the. This one is convection. This is relieving us. No. You people, you didn't do geography. You don't do geography anymore. You're not in class. Cyclonic, convectional, and what? Holographic. Hey, those are not the types that I know. It's wrong. You were not good in school. The type of rain you are mentioning are not the types, it's very simple. This one is caused by overheating. The hot air goes up, it condenses, and it comes down. This is convection. Another one is blowing. That's, yeah, that's a relief. We are relieved from the heat. And then there's another one that comes, it's blown from somewhere. Cyclonic. No, it's not correct. It also starts with C. I will not tell you. You don't know. So I will not. I will not. I don't see why I should waste my geography on you. All right. Listen. Shh. Every Sunday you are receiving wisdom. You are becoming wiser. How many believe that you are becoming wiser i've never you know since i was born i've never heard anybody preaching from proverbs maybe one verse i've not i've not had a sermon from proverbs is it not true what about you yeah yeah, so you see we are going through each one You will never be the same again Wisdom is being imparted to you And wisdom makes you shine Wisdom makes you rich You see it's difficult to connect wisdom and riches But it's true Foolishness plucking down your house Leads to poverty For sure It is very important to believe all the things I'm saying from the very word go, I spoke about mental illness. One day I visited a pastor and he told me of a pastor whose wife went completely bogged. When he went out, his the thing came. And she was, I think, about 15 floors high. She opened the window and took the children and threw them out of the window. Yes. Two, she got to, one of them was able to hide. There were three children. Two, one died, one didn't die. And the other one managed to hide. Yes, a pastor's wife. Right. A real process. I mean, people are stressed. People are stressed. So when you are being counselled, if in future you become stressed, and we are telling you what to do, you have to obey. Because a lot of people don't want to take their medicine.
1: That's
2: <laughs> why you can't even get them to see a doctor. They say, "I will not go. I will not go." I said you have to go. No, 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 go. Let's go and talk to the pastor because one of the ways to treat psychiatric illness is what we call psychotherapy, which is a big word for (laughs) counselling. Huh? Yes. So you are receiving wisdom, things you can only know as an old person. You are being told as a young. If you like, listen to it. You see. Because you can't get it in the service. Like, listen to it, you see. All the things you are hearing are things to guide you. When Philip met the eunuch after preaching at the big crusade, he met the one eunuch. And the eunuch, he asked the eunuch, do you understand what you are reading? And the eunuch said, how can I understand? except someone should guide me guide you see God gives guides to guide us to guide how can I understand what I read except someone should guide God gives someone to guide you in your life amen are you listening to me So you are hearing, you cannot, you read Proverbs, but you never understand it. Except someone should what? Guide. Yes. The word, the key word is guide. 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 How can I understand what I'm reading except someone should guide? So as we come to church, we are being guided. Otherwise, you never understand. You, you you see the Bible is about. We are not getting the Bible. We are not uh, uh, we are not really understanding it well. If you take communion, it's a very important thing. You know? every Sunday we have a miracle service, and that miracle service is happening now. And I know many of us, many of us, because you are young, you don't even see the need of. Like miracles and so on. But you, you will understand it. It's just a matter of time. But even now, poisons are going out of your body in the name of Jesus. Yes. Do you believe it? I believe it. How can I understand? Understanding. You see, the word understanding, understanding gives favor. People will like you when you have understanding. Yeah. Understanding means to be knowledgeably or sympathetically aware of something. Like, oh, I'm, I'm aware of your difficulty, or I understand what it's like not to have a child. I understand what it's like to lose a child. I understand what it's like not to have a beloved. Or sympathetically aware of something. These are people, they are, they are, they are with you, they are aware, but they have no sympathy towards, I know that, you know, but it's nothing. So, but It's okay but understanding when you check the dictionary is to be knowledgeably or sympathetically aware so it's like i am aware sympathetically of whatever your problem is it means i have understanding good understanding brings favor people like you when they realize you understand you don't have to even solve their problem yeah. You don't have to even solve it, but the fact that you understand me, so even you, I know you didn't solve it, but you understood me. Nobody seemed to understand me, but you seemed to understand me. It gives favor. People will choose you, so I realize that you understand me. I realize you understand me. Nobody understood, but you understand. Are you listening to me? Yes. Try to become a, a man of un, good understanding. You don't have to experience every bad thing in the world before you have understanding. How many things can you experience in your small life? To be knowledgeably finished, please. You are disturbing now. Your presence is no more helpful. Go out. Go out. Out, please. Stand up. Let us pray, Father, thank you, take the bread, we declare this to be your body, and as we receive it, we receive miracles of healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the broken body of Jesus be manifested now by his stripes we are healed Amen. by his stripes we are healed Amen. by his stripes we are healed Amen. we receive healing Amen. by his stripes we receive healing by his stripes we receive healing by his stripes we receive healing Amen. by his stripes, we by his stripes. whatever condition whatever disease in the eye in the Amen. neck in the leg in the blood in the liver in the reproductive organs in Jesus name we receive healing those watching by television receive healing in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name thank you for the body of Jesus Receive the body of Jesus. And now, the blood on Calvary's cross it came down we declare this blood neutralizes every solution every liquid, every fluid every negative particle every virus every wicked cell in our bodies every hyperactive cell every mitotic activity every wickedness every poison, every toxin in Jesus name. Yes, as we take this blood, it's a block to any evil diagnosis yes, made against us. We overturn evil diagnoses. We overturn wicked expectations. Yes, medical conditions, yes, incurable diseases. Yes, we overturn them. We overturn the diagnosis. We uncover, we uncover the demons. By the sprinkling of the blood, we command death into the house of Pharaoh, into the house of the demons. We command destruction into every wickedness that is lifted up against us. The blood of Jesus that taketh away the sins of the world. May your sins be taken away by this blood. The blood of Jesus. your hand on your heart. Father, thank you for the healing that comes into our life at this time. We are grateful for your great blessing. Thanks for healing. Thanks for healing. Dissolution of wickedness. Mercies to your life. Healing for your marriage. Healing for your soul. Healing for your relationships. Healing for the gap that has been made wherein Satan enters to harass you every week. The gap is blocked. Receive it now. You will not die. You will live. You are declared alive and well and healed. Jesus name now somebody is praying for someone far away receive healing for that person father we lift our hands and we thank you the number of our days we shall fulfill with long life you will satisfy us and show us your salvation whatever shortens life today is declared finally a curse mighty name of Jesus. Whatever takes away life and whatever takes away quality of life is declared cursed from our life today in the name of Jesus. You are healed by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus' power is real in your life. I am the Lord that healeth thee today.
1: I am the Lord.
2: I am the Lord that healeth uh, Receive your healing right now. Receive your healing right now. Every demon comes out of you now. Every psychiatric, psychological, psychiatric, mental condition is driven out of you now. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your healing. Thanks for your blessing. In Jesus' name every head bowed every eye closed for a moment if you are here today you have not given your life to jesus you want to give your life to jesus you want to be born again lift your right hand like this and i'm going to pray with you just your right hand up high god bless you i want to be born again i want to give my life to jesus god bless you father thank you for all salvation that is a blessing for us today in jesus if you are here you've lifted your hand i cannot see then you need to come to the front. You may be seated.
4: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dikewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.
0: ABC tonight. The next chapter of the bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note.
7: It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The
0: Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven Central on ABC.